Hello and welcome to the Hophead Hardware Homebrewing Podcast. This is Captain Spaulding coming at you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're here to talk about homebrewing and craft beer. You can expect a little rambling and a song or two. Visit us at hopheadhardware.com for informative posts, recipes, beer news, and more. While you're at the site, make sure you bookmark that podcast tab that you'll find at the top. That's where you'll find links that I may refer to during episodes. Alright, so what's going on everyone? This is going to be the first episode of our Football Games and Beers of the Week series. So, what's going to happen here in these episodes is I'm going to pick an upcoming football game from college football and from NFL football. And I'm going to feature that. I'm going to talk about the game a little bit. I'm going to make a pick. And then I'm going to pair up a beer from one of the breweries from one of the the team's cities. Then I'll do the same thing that was for college football. Then I'll do the same thing with an NFL game. After that, I will give a few extra college football picks. I'm not going to do more NFL picks. It'll just be the one. But anyways, let's get right into it. The first college game, the pick for game of the week is going to be a cat fight between the 12th ranked LSU Tigers and the 7th ranked Auburn Tigers. Kickoffs at 3.30 this Saturday from Jordan-Hare Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Most odds makers have Auburn as a 10-point favorite. I think the game's going to be tighter than that. Auburn's looking like we expected, and they're probably the second best team in the SEC West. LSU is a bit of a surprise, though. Uh, most of us expected improvement, but they're looking like a pretty good team. And they proved that when they toppled Mark Rick's Miami Hurricanes. Nobody's sleeping on LSU this season. I think you can look for a heavy dose of the running attack from both teams, and this thing is likely going to come down to the fourth quarter. And who's winning the trenches in the fourth quarter? It's, it's going to be tight. Uh, Auburn's throwing the ball much better than LSU is. But, you know, we've only got two games to pull stats from. And I'm interested to see how this Auburn offense fares against a solid SEC defense. I think Auburn wins this game, but LSU covers the 10-point spread. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Auburn pull away, you know, heading into the fourth quarter and take it from there. That wouldn't surprise me at all. The winner of this game is likely to finish second in the SEC West because as much as I hate to say it as a Tennessee fan, um, Alabama looks unstoppable right now. I do think if, if LSU happens to finish second in the West, um, that's where they'll stay. That's as good as they can do as second in the West, in my opinion, from the body of work I've seen so far anyways. Now, Auburn, if they can run through their regular season schedule here and make it to the Iron Bowl with an undefeated SEC record, take down Alabama, then they're going to be probably facing Georgia for the SEC championship. That could be a really good game. It could be an interesting game, too, because, you know, they play 
Georgia in the regular season as well, and that Deep South's oldest rivalry. That's an oddly specific name, Deep South's oldest rivalry. How many adjectives do you need? But anyways, um, so SEC West, it's Alabama's to lose, and the only people they can lose it to is to Auburn. But the beer for this matchup it's going to come out of Tin Roof Brewing Company from Baton Rouge, Alabama, or Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And that, of course, Baton Rouge is home with LSU Tigers. Tin Roof's Juke Joint, sorry, Tin Roof's Juke Joint IPA clocks in at 6% ABV. You can enjoy a 6%er all game long without getting too drunk and throwing a remote through the TV when, you know, things don't go your way. But it's still heavy enough to know that you've been drinking some real beer. At 45 IBUs, this thing's not going to wreck your palate so much that it's going to hide those nice Munich notes, you know, that they built into the green bill there. So that's always good. I like Munich. This IPA, it's, it, it features Mosaic and Amarillo. There's no way it's not tasty. But yeah, let's um, move on to the NFL game. So, my pick for the NFL game of the week is going to be a battle between the defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock this Sunday from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, and Fox is covering the game. If you're in that market, then you'll have it on Fox. If not, you know there's subscriptions. Uh, Philly's a a 3.5-point favorite, and I like that line. Ron Fitzpatrick tore it up last week against the Saints, and I can see him having a similar game against the Eagles because the Saints and the Eagles have similar defenses. Both thrive off of the edge rush. Let me take a sip of beer here. Hope you guys can't hear my dog snoring in the background. It's kind of weird, but anyways. Yeah, okay, the defenses. Yeah, they both thrive off the edge rush. And this new rule to protect the quarterbacks is a big hurdle for defenses like that. Um, you know, their body weight lands on them. It's a, or, you know, a defensive end's body weight lands on a quarterback. A hey, personal foul. I hate it. It's almost game breaking for me. I just, I hate this new rule. I understand we got to protect quarterbacks and all that, and but what are what are edge rushers supposed to do now? You know. Go say, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push you down now. What? A, it's football. These guys are paid really, really well to take some hits. It's, that's just the bottom line. I hate the new rule. But anyways, I don't think that Tampa Bay can beat the Eagles. The Eagles D line should be able to keep Peyton Barber in check, which will keep Tampa from being able to establish a passing game, even with Mike Evans in the lineup. Um, I could see the Eagles having a couple takeaways, just because it's gonna turn down to Ryan Fitz or turn into Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to force the ball downfield late in the game, and that's just that's my estimation. Who knows? But that, that's what I think will happen: is Eagles D line holds up, Peyton Barber can't get going, it forces the passing game. The Eagles get a couple interceptions and seal this thing away. But the featured beer for this matchup is going to be Florida Cracker. It's a Belgian-style white ale from Cigar City Brewing out of Tampa, Florida. 
It's Florida crackers are kind of bright and spicy. It's got some unmalted wheat. And the orange peel and coriander blend together to make this like a, just a really crushable beer. It's only 5.5% alcohol. So you're going to want at least a six pack of them for a game. Um, I looked at my notes from when I had this beer. I've drank this beer plenty of times. And I remember it when I read it. There's an interesting vanilla note on this back end of this beer. It, and when the beer warms up a little, it really opens that vanilla up. But it's not like a sweet, overpowering vanilla like you'll see in some stouts. It's just kind of just there on the back end saying, hey, I'm, I'm a little vanilla here. And it's, it's a nice addition to the beer. But, yeah, that's, that's enough for the college football or the NFL football pick and beer. My other college picks. I have Ohio State over TCU. TCU is likely going to be looking for revenge in this one. So you remember the playoff committee gave Ohio State the nod over TCU in 2014. It was a controversial decision then, um, but Ohio State did go on to win the national championship, even though I think TCU deserved the spot over Ohio State going in. And of course, that's just my opinion. But even with Urban Meyer on the, or not on the sidelines this week, Ohio State just has too many dudes on the roster and TCU's just not going to be able to exact their revenge in this one and I think this is Urban Meyer's final game of his suspension so we should see him next week I've got Oklahoma State over Boise State uh, Mike Gundy's mullet is just too strong and Boise State won't have the blue fields so Mike Gundy hunts rattlesnakes for fun. That's the type of dude he is. And, you know, he's pretty good at this football coaching thing, too. I think Oklahoma State is uh, they're more talented, and they have better coaching. So Oklahoma State wins that one. Then I have Florida State over Syracuse. And I know it sounds crazy, but that's my pick. I just don't believe that Florida State is as bad as they've looked so far. I think that Cam Akers, sorry, Cam Akers gets going and has a really big game running the ball against the Orange. Um, hopefully the Seminoles leave that stupid turnover backpack in Tallahassee because that could be the bigger storyline in this game. And the next one, this isn't an actual pick, but don't be surprised if Colorado State upsets the Florida Gators this weekend. Uh, Florida State, or I'm sorry, Florida Gators have a lot of problems right now. Um, I don't think that Dan Mullen is a fantastic coach. Uh, I know when, as a Tennessee fan, I remember we were looking at him as a coach, and that was one I'm thinking, don't hire Mullen, don't hire Mullen, and they didn't, and I'm glad. But anyways, I, so I, I don't think they're that well coached. Mullen's a great offensive mind. I just don't see that guy being a good head coach. Um Florida's got one of the worst run defenses in the country. That does not fare well for them, especially in the SEC. And Colorado State's just playing ball right now. And I, I think they pulled the upset. But that's going to be the end of this episode. I'm going to move over and start recording some of the audio for 
the Oktoberfest episode that's coming up. I've got my interview for that one scheduled, so you guys can look forward to that. Or, you know, call me and tell me don't do it, because I suck at this. Whatever you want to do. But, let me get another drink of my Juicy Haze. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Hophead Hardware Homebrewing Podcast. Be sure to visit us at hopheadhardware.com.